This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome, everyone. Tonight, we're going to discuss a very big factor in a very big topic that we all know, but very important. And that is, we learn about Shemitah. Shemitah, why do we keep mitzvot? You have to understand very clearly. We keep mitzvot because Hashem told us to keep mitzvot. That's why. Why do you keep this mitzvah? Why do you keep that mitzvah? You don't have to have any other understandings behind any mitzvah. You keep a mitzvah because Hashem told you to keep the mitzvah. That's it, finished. However, there's a sefer called Sefer Chinuch. The Sefer Chinuch went ahead and he wrote a lot of times Ta'ameha Mitzvot. Reasoning, reasonings behind the mitzvot. Not, not to say, oh, because this reason I keep the mitzvah, but rather, maybe a little bit because this, that, that, but he, he spoke about it. And one of the things he speaks about is, this week's parashah speaks about Shemitah. Why do you have Shemitah? Why did Hashem even give the mitzvah of Shemitah? What is Shemitah? We know, six years we work the land, and in Israel, the seventh, land, seventh year, they do not work. Now, why? The answer is very, very simple. It's to show the people that the land, you don't, to show us, the land is not yours. You don't own the land. Hashem gave it to you. And the proof is, you have to abide by the law that you cannot work the land the seventh year. Why can't you work the land the seventh year? It's to tell you, very simple. It's my land. All the world belongs to Hashem. The whole world, from the beginning to the creation, to the end of creation, to anybody who's going to come along, it's all Bode Olams. Nothing belongs to us in the world. That being said, Hashem said, let's go. Let's make a mitzvah called Shemitah. What's the Shemitah? Do not work the land seven year, don't, the seventh year. Do not work the land. To show you that HaKadosh Baruch owns the land. To remind you, actually. Not to show you, to remind you. Uh, very simple. As well, it's the same thing that we have every single Shabbat. Every Shabbat, what happens? A person is working Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Come Shabbat. What happened Shabbat? What happens? Everybody, everybody what? Has minuchat nefesh. Everybody's realizing. Why? Why is that? It's very simple. It's to show a person that all the hishtalut that you're doing, everything that you're doing throughout the whole week, it's not going to make a dent. You have to do your hishtalut. You have to do your part. But it's Hashem. How? The biggest proof? Come Shabbat, you totally stop. I remember there was one guy over here. He was getting very religious. And some people know him. Some people know he was getting he was getting religious, but his store was open on Shabbat, and and he couldn't control his yetzerara. And he said I, he goes to the store on Shabbat, and he told me I go to the store on Shabbat. This is when the first time I met him. I'll never forget, never forget. And I was pushing, no, you got to close your store, you got to close your store. And all of a sudden, one week he comes to me, he says, Rabbi, I'm completely shutting my store. I said, like, for Shabbat. I said, like, what happened? He's like, I opened up my store, Shabbat, not Shabbat. And that night, that same night that I opened up, I got stolen $10,000 worth of cash. They came in. I was like, how'd they come in? Don't you have a lot of that? They came in from the roof. And they had like an AC. Like, you know, the AC, they have ducts and that. They opened up the roof. They went through the AC ducts. You know, like they have like the ducts. They went through. They sent like a, I guess like a, one of the small, small, small guys Sent him in, he got in, and he stole $10,000. He kept, he, he says, now I understand. You can work, how long does it take him to make $10,000? 20000 how long does it take? It takes him, let's say, two weeks. The whole week was shot. Why? Because he felt that he worked on Shabbat, and that's what it is. Therefore, 
Hashem, one of the first reasons is, what's the reason why Hashem gave us the mitzvah of Shemitah? Very simple. To remind us that whatever we own is not ours. The land is not ours. This is not ours. What is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? It's Borei Olam's. That's the honest truth. You don't own it. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu that owns it. And we are just getting a gift from Him. It's the same thing with the Parnassah. Don't work on Shabbat because He's the one that's giving that Parnassah. That's all very obvious and I think it's simple to understand. Second thing is, they bring down is, because to have faith in Hashem, to have bitachon in Hashem, a lot of people, sometimes you must understand, a lot of times a people, they, they themselves, they themselves, a lot of people, um, um, could forget. And they could be like, My kawach made this happen. It was because of me that I made this uh, 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 actually uh, come into fruition. But really what? Hashem showing you, look, you cannot work this whole year. But what are you? What am I going to eat? How am I going to survive? That's not your problem. Hashem says you have to trust in me right now. You have to put your full faith in me. You have to put your full trust. If you want to be an Eved Hashem, if you want to serve Hashem, one of the things that you have to have is what? Is emunah in Hashem. But not just emunah. Real emunah. I'll never forget this. And I have a video of this. Listen to this. I'm giving Hezuk from a goy. From a goy. There was one goy. I was in a waiting room once. In one of the, one of the, one of the hospitals. I was in a waiting room. And I saw a goy waiting outside. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, today I have a surgery. I was like, you're not nervous? Like, like he was a regular guy sitting there just talking. He, he's drinking water before. I don't know what he was doing, you know? He said he has a surgery. He says, I was like, you're not nervous? And I didn't speak Spanish, but he was a Spanish guy. So he points to me like this. Nervous? Huh? He goes like this. He pointed upward. Hashem, his God, like whatever who believes in, he points up. I believe in, in the Almighty. A goy! He wasn't scared at all to go to the surgery. He had to do it. Whatever it is, it's a surgery that must be done, whatever it may be. And he went in, and what happened? He says, before he's going in, he's pointing upward. This is Borei Olam. He didn't say Borei Olam, but he's like, his God. I said, what? If a goy could have, have that, imagine us, how much emunah we have to have. The Ta'anit speaks about one avera that the Shaim are burning. Which, which avera is that? Which avera is that, boys? You learn Ta'anit. Which avera is that? The Shaim Begeinav. It's the first peric. The first, I would say, it's Daf Vav. Daf Vav. What's on Daf Vav? Let's go. Let's hear. Come on, look it up. It's on the bottom of the page. Daf Vav. Come on, Gindi. This guy. The Shaim. Vav Amud Aleph. Or Hey Amud Aleph. It could be. I think it's Hey Amud Aleph. Huh? Echad Mevaeret Reshaim Begeinam. What is that? Oh, Avodah Zarah, no? Avodah is correct. Avodah Zarah. And in that same Gemara, what does it say? It says that they had Kedar and they have Kutim. Kedar and Kituyim. One nation served what? They thought the God was? The water. One thought the God was? The fire. The fire. 
And what does the Gemara say? Look, even the Goyim, they thought the God is water, the, the, the God is, is water, look, look how powerful water is. The other one said, no, the God is fire. And yet the Gemara says that they still didn't rebel, even though water takes out fire, they still were loyal to their God of the, of, of the water. Imagine, they're learning from a Goy, they're learning from a Goy. If they have faith in water, even though they, they have faith in fire, even though they know that the water can take out the fire, how could we not have bitachon and munah and Hashem that He'll take care take care of us? How can we go against Him? How can we how can we ever go go fight it against it? Do any of it all against it? You understand what's going on over here? That's how powerful. That's how powerful we have to have our munah bitachon, and that's why. One of the things that Shem gave it, you know, you have it work out. Atash knows he worked out, right? He goes like this in the weights. He goes like this, right? How are you doing? Show us, stand up, show us, show us, show us. like that, like that, yeah. All right? How much you bench? You bench anything? No, what do you do? Oh, you sit on the bench. <laughs> he sits on the bench. Anyway, so what does he say? He says like this. I didn't embarrass you, no. So he says like this. So now, what happens? A muscle, you have a muscle, anyway, you have a muscle, right? You have to work out the muscle in order to be strong, right? Yes or no? Gindi, you have to work out the muscle to be strong, yes or no? Yes. yes. So the same thing when it comes to what? The muscle of Emunah Bidachon. So Hashem gives you opportunities in your life, which is, let's say, uh, Shemitah. The farmers have a big, big test. And they stop and they see everything's taken care of. Even when it comes to what? Our own Parnassah, Shabbat. Stop. Don't worry. Hashem's giving you a muscle emunah and bitachon to work on it. And you'll see that things will work out. Should I tell you a personal story that happened to me personally? Tell it to you or no? It's personal. Hold the shoe. Can we stop it or no? It's got to go? I'll say it anyway. All right. It happened to me about two days ago. Okay. So, what happened was, there was like a small, um, um, my father asked me, to, he asked me some, he says, if you know anybody, he had a small apartment for rent, small two-bedroom apartment, two-bedroom. And, uh, and my other brother had a, a small one-bedroom apartment. So, his is actually bigger then, the, then it's so it's such a big one, big big bedroom apartment. It's even bigger than the two bedroom apartment. It's like it's like maybe almost, almost I would say a quarter size bigger even, and that's a one bedroom. This is a two, and his is literally four times nicer than the one that I'm about to show. Listen to the story. I go ahead. It happened all this week. I go ahead and I say, yeah, that's sure. We put on a we put on a uh, uh, what is it called? One of these uh, uh, real estate things, whatever. My brother put it up. We have a two-bedroom, we have a one-bedroom. And I was getting the calls for the two-bedroom, and he was getting the calls for the one-bedroom. And his was nicer, more expensive than mine, which was not so, not, not so nice, the one, and, 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 and mine was, was a little bit cheaper. Anyway, I showed it, I, I remember that day, my phone, just from texts, like I have like 15 to 20 of them, please, can I see it, please, can I see it, please, whoa, what's going on? So I said, I'm, I'm doing like one time, five minutes after each other, because it's going to take five minutes to see it. Five minutes, five minutes. I, I scheduled like that, and they came. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, fine. None of them wanted it. 
And I'm like thinking, how could it be? 15 people seeing it? Not one of the 15 want it. One was saying, oh, I want to get it with my friend. My friend's out of the state. They'll come back. Another one was saying, oh, I'm not sure. I got to think about it. The other one was saying, I think it's too small. But everyone had a different excuse. But I'm saying, 15? You got to hit one. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I showed it again that next two, three days. Still nothing. I said, you know what? I'm, that's it. I, I, I don't need to even do this. You know, I'm like thinking to myself, what, what am I even doing this for? You know? All right, you know, I, I tried. I did my best. I said, you know, Dad, I love you very much. You know, I'm handing it to my other brother. You know, let him handle it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to wait it out one more day. That day, I get a call. My brother tells me, oh, by the way, you, that one, that, the two bedroom, it's rented already. I was like, what happened? He says, I showed someone, the one that I have, which is a much nicer one than, than yours, the two bedroom, much nicer and bigger. And he said, even though it's nice and bigger, he needs specific two bedroom. She says, oh, my, my, my brother is showing a two-bedroom over there. Let me show you. He went, he took him. He said, I love it. This is the perfect. He gave him a deposit. He gave him everything. And, and the deal was done. I didn't have to do anything after that. I was like, what was going on? The deal was done. It's to show you all in our lives, we have to do ishtadut. You have to do your part. But at the end of the day, what happens? HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give it to you at the end of the day. It'll come if it's meant, it's meant. No matter what you're going to do, it's going to come back. Now this is all obvious, but you always need chizuk. And the Torah goes out specifically to build your bitachon muscle. To build your emunah muscle. Because if you don't, if you don't work on it, it doesn't just come out of thin air. It doesn't just happen like that. If you don't work on your midot tovot, and you don't work on this, you don't work on that, it's not going to just come. You've got to put in the effort, you've got to put in the work, you've got to put in this, and it will, it will come. Now, I'm going to tell you a third pshat of Shemitah. Listen to this. The earth. We say a barakah called Hamotzi Lechem Mina Aritz. I don't know about that one. That's that one it should say Hamotzi Chita Mina Aritz. Shouldn't it be like that? What comes out of the ground? Lechem or, 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 or grain or wheat? Well, what comes out, Yonatan? Wheat. So what do we say? That you bring bread from the ground. You don't bring bread from the ground. We grind it. We, 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 we make it. We make bread. You know, if you say, That's what it should say. So let me explain. Before Adam Arishon, before the sin of Adam Arishon, it used to be that Every item was was grown on its own. You never had to plant anything. It used to be it would rain. Like, like I'll give you an example. Take the sun. Take the ocean. Do you need to do something to the ocean in order to, to, to be? You have to add water to the ocean? Do you have to add water to the ocean? No, it's autopilot. It automatically comes out, right? Hashem, Hashem, Hashem does it. But, but you don't have to do anything. The sun, do you have to go around? Okay, fine, the sun, I, I, need, a, I need to open up the shades for the sun to come out. Hashem, it's automatic. Same thing by food from the ground. It should be automatic that what? That it should come from the ground. Just like that. You don't do anything. And, and, and everything will come out. Everything will grow. Everything will happen. So that's how it was in the... 
times before Adam Rishon. And that's how it will be in the times of Mashiach. It's not going to be when Mashiach comes, you go ahead and, and, and you go and have to work the land and is that that. No, it was only after the land got cursed. So now you have to plow and you have to uh, uh, plant and you have to water and you have to harvest. But before that, it was never like that. And in the future, it'll never be like that either. You understand what's going on over here? You see the greatness of, of the, 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 the Borei Olam. Imagine you go, you, you go in Mashiach's time, you walk around, and you have a tree bringing out bread. You have, a, you have from the ground coming out bread. So that's exactly why we say, Hamotzi Lechem in Aretz. Why do we say Hamotzi Lechem in Aretz? Because at the end of the day, we're commemorating the fact that what was and what's going to be, that Hashem will eventually in the future bring Lechem straight from the Aretz. So therefore, even though right now, yeah, Chita is coming out, but Lechem is not, right? Lechem is not. But at the end of the day, in the future it will be like that, and in the past it was like that. And that's why we say every time, what is Shemitah? Shemitah is Shabbat Ladonai. What is it? What's Shabbat Ladonai mean? It's a, a Shabbat for Hashem. What's Hashem? Hashem is Yudke Vavke. What is that? Hu Hayah. Meaning to what? Meaning to say what? Hashem was, is, and always will be. That being said, that being said, Hashem was, is, and always will be. We, we, we see from here that Hashem wants, Kivyachol, that ideally, to have the ground bring the bread on its own. So he made Shemitah that, that seventh year as a commemoration for that point. Look, you don't do anything. Everything's going to grow. You're going to have enough food to go around. And if you have it, and you'll see it, it'll happen. So yeah, it was, you had to grow before. Now stop, I want it to be like that. And Bezal Hashem, in the future, it will be like that. And I'll tell you a crazy, amazing story that happened in... A uh, moshav called Komemiyut. There was a very famous story in the 1950s, and this is documented, and it is there, there's pictures of it, and and it's it's amazing story. How there was there was a moshav called Komemiyut, and it was a very very religious neighborhood, very religious moshav, and it was the beginning of the start of Israel. Really, 1948 started Israel. It was the beginning of it. And people, I mean, the first Shemitah came, and people were like, wait, 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 I, I can't stop to work for a whole year. I need to make this, uh, make this field go, 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 go on. And that year, the only Moshav at the time was Moshav, one of the Moshavim was Komumayut. And it was in the middle of all different fields of people that weren't keeping Shemitah. So their field kept Shemitah, they kept Shemitah, and the fields around them did not keep Shemitah. And they grew, and they grew, and they grew. They had, after Shemitah, a full field. Everything. And now, the Moshav Kamiyut 
had to start all over and they had to plant and plant and plant and plant and plant. At that moment, there was a plague of locusts. Grasshoppers, the Gemara says in Mesechet Anit, that what? If you have grasshoppers, what do you do? Huh? Matriin. Matriin miyad. If there's grasshoppers, which paddock is it in, boys? Huh? Very good. Third paddock. What daf? Huh? Around around that, yeah. Like he was saying. No, like he was saying, chabed around. Right. Very good. You say chabed? Very good. The boys are holding. The boys are on it. The boys are on it tonight. So it says over there, that if you have grasshopper, even if you have a little bit of grasshoppers, make sure the town is going to fast. Why? Because it's a sakana. What's the sakana? That they're going to eat the crops. The grasshopper will eat all the crops. And that year it happened that the grasshoppers ate all the crops and now the Moshav commute had all these crops as well. It had a whole field full of grains and everything. And you see pictures that the grasshoppers went to every person's field that did not keep Shemitah and ate all the crops. And the only fields that were left over were the ones who kept Shemitah, they were full. So everything was empty, that was full. Why? Hashem showing you. Hashem showing you. That what? That He's in charge and nobody else is in charge. And this is Rabotai, a great lesson that we, that we really have to, have to internalize. We have to internalize these lessons that really Akadosh Baruch Hu is doing everything. But you always, everybody knows this. But you always got to exercise it. You always got to feel it. And how do you do that? You see from past experiences in your own life, Hashem never ever let you down once. Huh? That Hashem never ever let you down once. And never ever, and He will never ever let you down. So when you, when you internalize that constantly, then you'll see in your own lifetime, wow, 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 this, wow, that, wow, this, wow, that. And He's right there, right there, right there. And this is, um, this is an important lesson that we, we have to, we have to we have to take upon ourselves, all right? Abotai, we're gonna stop it here. We'll stop it here. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.